Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, welcome back. In today's episode, I will be talking about how do you find a venue space for an event in 2022? Hey, my name is Dr. TK. And on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, welcome back to my podcast. This is Dr. TK, and I want to welcome you officially to part two of events in 2022. So in today's episode, we will be talking about how do you find your ideal venue space? So if you have not had a chance to listen to or watch my previous episode, definitely go back to my channel or my podcast and listen to the previous episode because I break down three tips of things to consider when you want to host an event and also lessons learned about what's going on right now in 2022 with me hosting an event for next year. And of course, also I have been hosting events for the last three to four years. So let's go into three things that I want to share with you regarding hosting events this year, specifically post pandemic and in the middle of an economy inflated world. And so tip number one is understand your vision. So when you think about vision for an event, think about the venue space, think about the location, the who, the what, the when, and the where. So who do you want to be at this event and why? So for example, I serve mental health therapists. However, there are pre-licensed therapists. There are therapists in graduate school, those who are on their way to getting licensed, those who have a private practice, those who have a job and just want streams of income, those who have a group practice. I mean, within the mental health field, there are so many subcategories. And so when you host an event, you're going to have content that is shared, whether it be you as the main speaker or you invite other people to speak. 
So usually a event has a theme and with a theme, like for our last Therapists Deserve Abundance Conference, it was specifically focusing on the good, the bad and the ugly about true business ownership as a mental health provider. With that said, in terms of the theme that really already spoke to the value, but I let people know, hey, we're going to talk about how do you plan out your year? How do you connect and collaborate with other mental health professionals? Let's talk about the good and the bad and the ugly regarding how to grow your private practice, how to grow and scale streams of income. And then you're going to hear from some of the clinicians in our community because they all have different walks of life, including being a mom, being a bonus mom like myself, being married, being single, wearing multiple hats and rolling into multiple roles in a day. So what does that feel like? And How does it feel to get back in person? Because we really haven't been in person since the beginning of 2020, if not since 2019. And so I knew who I wanted to invite to my events. I knew what the purpose of the event would be, the event would be in terms of theme. But then I also had to think about what kind of space do I want to invite my participants, my attendees in? Do I want it to be well lit up? Do I need windows? Do I need a lot of lights? For me, even though I'm a Lux type gal, I'm also very simple and down to earth and straightforward. So I do like going to events where it's extra pretty, extra glamorous. However, I have also found myself sitting in a chair and depending on how powerful the speaker is, I will sometimes get more distracted by the prettiness and by the decor in front of me on the table than I will on the speaker. And so if there's a powerful speaker, clearly that can draw my attention in. And I've been to events where it had a mixture of both. But for myself, I knew going back to that previous episode, that previous video in terms of budgeting, that in order for me to understand my ideal client, the people that I wanted in that vision, I knew that there were a lot of clinicians that if it were a higher price point, they would not be able to come. So I had to determine how many people did I actually want to come for my vision of impact, which was a hundred. And what price point could get them there, which means that I had to look at the budget. I had to determine what was going to be in, what was going to be out. And now that we've had it, game on, all in. But I've also taken my time to purchase things over time for my events to beautify my vision. So when you're looking at venue space, I want you to think about how many people do you want there? How will they be seated? How much space do they have? What activities do you want them to do? Do you want them to get up, stand up? We do breakout sessions. Do you have space for them to go outside of the room? Can they be loud? Do they have to be quiet? Can you have music playing? These are things you want to consider in your vision. Also in your vision, will you have an offer that you're making at your event? Now, I'm going to be honest, as a coach, and right now as your coach for this episode, please do not have an event and not have anything to offer, even if that thing is not available for six more months. Get those individuals' interest peaked. Get them on a list. Tell them to identify themselves if they're interested. Have them walk over to the table and talk to you after. But do not have an event. Get these people all excited And then you say deuces until next year. No. Okay. So 
Let's talk about number two when hosting an event and finding a venue. Once you find a venue that you like, you want to make contact. So there are particular websites that allow you to do this. I believe one of them is called something like RFP and you can submit multiple inquiries to multiple hotels. Now, if you're actually locating a venue in your community or in a city, then you would just make direct contact through their website, through their contact form, through maybe email. But if it's a hotel, typically it's written. Typically they have a list of questions. And one of the bigger questions that comes up is, will you require a room block? A room block is you are guaranteeing that a certain number of people will get a room. Some hotels actually will not even let you book their venue unless you have a room block. And what that means is that if you do not book up those rooms, let's just say if you're having a local event and everybody who comes is local and nobody needs to stay in a hotel, that means that you're responsible for paying for that room block, which can turn out to be thousands and thousands of dollars. So once you find the venue, make contact. That's when you have to pull your vision into their questionnaire that they may have for you. So prime example, right now we're in the midst of looking for events for 2023. Because of the inflated world And the fact that we had a lot of our events during a time where no one was hosting events and we got great deals, but now we're just realizing that we have to be very mindful of which venues we accept their proposal. So we've reached out to multiple venues and some of them have come back with prices that are triple the amount that we were quoted last year. And some of them are coming back at double to triple the prices of even our budget Or we just had an event there and the price has definitely went up, okay? And so with that said, you want to submit inquiries to multiple venues. You want to reach out to one. I do understand that with vision, you can put it on your vision board that you want to have an event at a particular location. Script it out. That's great. But with events, you definitely want to think about What other type of places can I host my event at? Because you are on a timeline. You have to market. You want to get tickets sold. So you don't want to wait to the last minute. And then now you're in a contract and you're responsible for paying that money. And with contracts, you can't back out of it and say, I want all of my money back. Usually the only way you can do that is if it's written in the contract or you're going through something like peer space where it's more like an office setting or a conference room. And you even have to do that in a certain amount of time before you're responsible for at least 50% of the deposit, 50%, okay? So once you make contact and you realize, okay, I really want to take a look at these spaces, that leads me to number three, go tour the space. Sometimes when pictures are taken of spaces, just like a house, they do what's called a panoramic picture, a view that looks bigger than what it actually is. Also ask them to send you pictures or videos if they have them go on YouTube and see if you can find a updated video or photos of the space furniture inside of it because a room looks drastically different for the good or for the ugly with or without furniture. So prime example, when we were finding a venue last year for our mastermind this year, we actually saw the space. It was empty. The venue was nice, 
but I just couldn't picture my vision in that room. And the venue space looked smaller in person. So I was a little, you know, put back by that, but I really tried to visualize it. So once they sent us pictures of the space, it still was okay. But at that point I was locked into a contract. So I was cool. When we got there, so excited, so excited that I chose that location because when they put the tables in the room, it was just some plain black linen tables. And they were like two in a row, like classroom style with two tables on each side. And it was about six rows because we only had a group of 20 students for our mastermind. And they definitely delivered. So it can be the small things like adding a table and then taking a picture just so that you can visualize the space. And so just to put you up to date with what's going on, because I told my community, I will let them know through my podcast what's going on. So at the time of this recording, it's still October and we are actually, or I am getting on a plane. I am flying out to Las Vegas to view one of the venues. I don't want to drop the name of the venue yet because we ain't signed no contract, but I did receive pictures yesterday when I received pictures. And when I received the quote, I said, go ahead and book me for a tour. Let them know I have this list of questions. And when I, when I say I'm talking to someone, I mean, I'm talking to my team member because I value my time and I have someone that right now is over my event. So even though I love hosting events, that does not mean that I need to do all things related to my events, especially communication. It's a lot of back and forth. So where we are right now is that I'm going to fly out, literally do a turnaround trip no matter what, that's my hashtag. So I'm going all in because I put on my timeline that a location and a contract needs to be signed by the end of October, AKA we will let people know what's going on by the end of October, latest November 1st, if we can, right? Because we can't control when these venues are going to get back to me. But this venue looks very, very promising. And I love the actual hotel. I used to stay there a lot. Okay, so if you've been following me for a while, you probably know what location I'm talking about, but I will release that information by the end of this month. So if you are a mental health therapist and you want to get into the room with the right people, I'm talking about at the end of next year. This is not until next October, but we love to rev y'all up and you want to learn how to mastermind with other mental health professionals, whether you are pre-licensed or licensed, you want to learn the basics of creating content for a year. You want to understand how to build your product suite. You want to learn what are the four phases of a launch and how do I launch my product or service? Maybe you even want to enter into our abundance lottery and you want to hop up on the stage and you want us to hot seat your question for your business so that everybody can pour into you for about five to 10 minutes. But when I tell you, That five to 10 minutes is like no other. You have not experienced anything like this, plus a whole lot of other things. We are going to be hyper-focused in certain sessions for about an hour and a half to two hours to help you leave with a profitable map for whatever you want to do in your business for the rest of that year in the fourth quarter and for the following year. We're trying to set you up. So head to drtk.com forward slash links. The links are in the show notes and click on Therapists Deserve Abundance 2023 live events and put yourself on the list. Now, if you are watching or listening to this after November 1st, still check out that link because if tickets are on sale, it will be readily available for you. And I would highly encourage you that when those tickets go on sale, grab them quick. And we will also be having a early bird special. 
So I'll make sure to keep you up to date as I've promised my community with events. But the reason why I also chose to talk about events is honestly, when I had a town hall meeting last week to let people know like what was going on, because I hadn't released information about events yet. And typically I would have dropped it already in October, revving them up for ticket sales in November. Things have changed with hosting events this year, just due to inflation and hotels not being equipped with enough staff to even handle events all the time. So I'm learning a lot through this process because things have changed. And so our community said a lot of them want to host events. So I said, fine, I'll just give you, you know, some coaching through that town hall meeting and through my platform. And so I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Make sure that you click that follow and subscribe button. I will see you in the next video. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com dot com.